Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the revolutionarywomen.fm podcast. I'm your host, Claire Yosa, author of Ditching Imposter Syndrome. And this episode today is for you if you have ever struggled with shiny object syndrome and you love to start things but you hate finishing them. So the show notes and the resources you need for today's episode are at revolutionarywomen.fm forward slash episode 007. And I want to share with you today how my favorite Sanskrit word can help you to change the world. Now, Sanskrit is the ancient language from the worlds of yoga and meditation. And it's a language that's considered incredibly sacred because it's never been used conversationally. It's used for sharing ancient wisdom and deep truths. And sometimes there are words in Sanskrit that sum up concepts in English in one word where it takes us five minutes. And today's word is one of those. But before we dive into that, When we look at the seven C's model that we've been covering so far on the Revolutionary Women podcast episodes, we're up to number six, which is C for commitment. So we started with clarity, confidence, credibility, connection. Last episode with creativity, taking out the busyness and bringing in the inspired action for breakthroughs. And today is commitment. And this is where my favourite Sanskrit word comes in, abhyasa. So A-B-H-Y-A-S-A. And to mistranslate it terribly, I'm sure any Sanskrit scholars out there can take out a pedant's corner for me in private eye. Abhyasa is about keeping going even when you're not in the mood. So I like to talk about how inspiration gives us the idea motivation gets us started, but it's routine and habit that actually creates the change. So sometimes we can be really good at planning things and coming up with ideas. Sometimes we might even get as far as starting to implement them, but actually complete to finishing them, seeing them through to the very end until something is done is something that so many of us don't actually enjoy. So I can changes nothing. It's I will and I have done, that changed the world. And this is where Abhyasa comes in, that keeping going when you're not in the mood, when it's no longer sexy and exciting, once frankly it's got a bit boring and some of the initial oomph has gone. Back in 2008, when I was studying to become a meditation teacher, my meditation master used to tell me about meditating, how I had to sit for longer. (laughs) At the time, I was a single mother. I had two children under three. The thought of getting 45 minutes for myself a day simply didn't compute. But his point was, when you strike a match, you don't just wave it at the fire and hope it's going to work. As I know, now I watch my boys, now they're much older, lighting fires, which they like to do young boys, pyromaniacs, I don't know where that comes from. You have to hold the match long enough for the tinder to catch. You have to then fan the flames for long enough for the kindling to catch. And you have to have the kindling looked after for long enough for the logs to catch fire. And then the fire can run itself. But here's what most of us do. When we have a brilliant idea and we want to go on a mission to make a difference, we strike the match, we might wave it under the tinder a bit, it catches a few bits, 
And then we're off to the next exciting thing. And that fire goes out. Unless you have a team around you to do the whole fanning the flames thing, shiny object syndrome, jumping from one great idea to the next, to the next, to the next, is the best way to end up utterly exhausted and feeling like you've made no progress. Keeping on going, even when we're not in the mood, that abiasa. Looking at why am I not in the mood? What was this doing for me last week that it's not doing for me now? And also looking in the mirror, is, is this shiny object syndrome, is my reluctance to really commit to this a fear? Is it a fear of success? Is it a fear of failure? Is it a fear of rejection? Because often this is actually what's driving shiny object syndrome. So when I did the 2019 imposter syndrome research study, one of the things I found is shiny object syndrome was a really big issue. That might mean jumping from one cause to the next. Or if you're an entrepreneur, it might mean something like jumping from one project to the next. Whether you're an entrepreneur or employed, it might be collecting qualifications or shifting career direction. Shiny object syndrome is normally driven by fear. It doesn't mean that we cannot complete projects. It means that we get a certain way through a project with that initial excitement. In the yogic world, that's actually called Shakti. So S-H-A-K-T-I. And Shakti, we all know that feeling, that passion and that excitement that wells up inside and it explodes into that enthusiastic action. When the Shakti starts to run out, that's where Abhyasa comes in is committing yourself to taking the action day in, day out, so it becomes a routine. And it might not be about changing the world. It might be about changing your life. It might be about improving your health. It might be about working on your closest relationships. It might be about letting go of an old habit. Remember, inspiration gives us the idea. Motivation gets us started. But it's routine and habit that create the change. So if you're finding yourself jumping between lots of ideas, getting started on lots of things, fingers in many pies, shiny object syndrome really resonating with you. If we were working together one to one on this right now, I'd be asking you about what that's doing for you. I'd be asking you about what you get to avoid through that behavior. And I'd be helping you to look at the secondary gain. What is that not committing doing for me? What is it that it's protecting me from? And I would help you to deal with that and clear it out in a healthier way to meet that unmet need in a healthier way so that things like shiny object syndrome no longer need to be an issue for you. So that fully committing to taking massive action on one of your goals or dreams no longer feels terrifying so that you need to fill your time with busyness. So that that abiasa, that keeping going, even when you're not in the mood, becomes non-negotiable because you've really, heart and soul, said yes to whatever it is you're committing to. And if this is resonating with you, remember, you can book a call to find out how we could work together on this at claireyosa.com forward slash call. And there's more for you on abiasa in Dare to Dream Bigger and in Ditching Imposter Syndrome. And there's another reason why this is so important is our energy levels. When we're spreading ourselves too thinly, we get exhausted. That shakti I described, that initial excitement, that 
burst of energy that we get when we have a project that really inspires us. When that fades, we end up falling back on our own inner energy to push on through that gritted teeth, determination and willpower. When you've truly said yes and you've made that commitment, the energy to complete that project comes. It's when we're pushing on through against the fears, despite the worries, that we end up using our reserves Another teacher of mine many years ago described our energy levels as being like two milk bottles. And he said there's one milk bottle that's your daily energy and it gets emptied and topped back up each night when you sleep. There's a second milk bottle that's our emergency reserves. It's not meant to be used very often and it's harder to top back up. Most of us in our Western society, particularly if we're driven and we're passionate and we want to make a big difference, we push ourselves so hard that we live every single day off the contents of the energy of that second milk bottle. That's where we end up with exhaustion, with burnout, with adrenal fatigue, with thyroid issues. When you're totally lined up with what it is you want to create... And you're following through the seven C's process. You've got your clarity. You're feeling confident. You're credible, even convincing yourself. Remember, nobody else is going to think you're credible until you do. You've got that connection, the accountability and the support that you need to carry this change through. You're taking inspired action on the C for creativity instead of the burnout and the busyness. You're getting breakthroughs. And then you've made that commitment and reduced and removed any resistance to that commitment. Then you find you get back in flow. And when you're in flow, you don't need that second milk bottle. The energy that you have every single day is enough to keep you going. So if you've had enough of juggling and trying to do too many things and feeling utterly frustrated and deciding that you're not a complete finisher, have a look and just wonder, is that shiny object syndrome? Might imposter syndrome be playing a role here? Is it that I'm not fully committed to that one thing? Am I trying to keep my options open? And those mentoring questions, what is this behaviour doing for me? And how could I meet that need in a healthier way? We're talking about this over at the Facebook group with your tribe. You can find out how to join us at revolutionarywomen.fm forward slash tribe. And I'd love to hear from you. Do you ever feel like you're getting shiny object syndrome? And how might Abhyasa, that gentle, flowing, keeping going, even when you're not in the mood, help you on the next stage of your revolutionary women journey? I will be back next week with our New Year's Eve, nearly, episode, when I want to talk to you about the final C of the seven Cs. And it is perfect timing for you to listen to that episode next week. I'm going to share with you one of my favourite techniques that might just change your life forever in the coming new year. Have an amazing week.